Blog Talk Radio. Smart Nate, uh, Rack, good pledge to donate. 
and said he would donate through PayPal, but uh, we were using the GoFundMe platform when compatible with his uh, his method of payment. So uh, thanks anyway, but uh, we got it. We're ready to go. We got a great show today, some great topics. Uh, we got a great guest coming in the nest tonight. I think y'all are going to love love this guest tonight. Of course, we're bringing back some of the favorite topics, Smart Nate, Dumb Nate, the ones you know and love. We got some new ones, too. But first things first, I think we should talk about Madden to get things started. I mean, you and I both have played the game. Uh, we, we played against each other. We played uh, against other people. What are your oh, first uh, thoughts uh, on the game, would you say? Well, real quick, who who won when we played? Oh, sure. When, when you and I played, you did win both times. So, uh, yeah, to clarify for everybody, I have lost to Sammy twice. Uh, once with the fight, uh, the uh, my team, and once with another team. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's a little rusty early, always. But we're going to shake off the rust, uh, get things going, and move on. But, but let's let's get into the impressions. Kind of what are, what are the first things that jump out to you about the game makes it different from uh, last year's game? Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's a little bit smoother. You know, guys don't feel as as clanky. You kind of feel like you can get them moving a little bit easier, like side to side and stuff. But it's not a whole lot different. You know, we didn't expect them to reinvent the wheel. You can tell that I guess the engine or whatever's different, but you're still playing Madden. You're still playing football. So the one thing I thought like was dumb was unless someone knows and we're just too stupid to find it. But when we were playing each other, when you play a friend, we couldn't find, you had to play in competitive mode. You couldn't play in sim mode. But when I was doing some, uh, some butt stuff, I always mess around with that for the first couple of days. Some of it was in competitive some of it was in sim. And I didn't really notice a huge difference between how it played. So I don't think that, I think that'll be something, something that was blown out of proportion before the game came out, like how different those modes would be in, I don't think it'll really be a huge deal at all. Yeah, I agree. I think those are all good points. My, my first thought was it was definitely smoother, smoother last year. It seems like that's kind of the, you know the main improvement you're gonna see each year is just a little smoother, a little better. I think running the ball feels feels better this year to me. Uh, I like it more than last year. The main thing I've seen so far in a few games I've played that I really like is. Uh, seeing more like juggling catches, both interceptions and like other teammates that you know tracking balls that, that uh, another teammate will miss, they'll come up and, and make the catch, which uh, you didn't see a lot of last year, if any. So it's nice to actually see some realistic stuff with the ball physics like that. Um, yeah, I'm liking I'm liking the Falcons though. I'm standing by my pick, I think uh, you know a few games I played around with them, very fast, a lot of speed. Uh, you know, got a lot of weapons on offense and defense. Matty Ice slinging darts. I enjoyed <laughs> it so far. What, what, what have you thought about your uh, your team? Yeah, I'm feel I'm liking the Seahawks. Got a great D. Um, that's not a dick joke. Uh, <laughs> great defense. I mean, offense is pretty solid. It's just a matter of the O line holding up. There's times where you can tell, like, I think I got, like, instant sacked against you once or twice, but um, running doesn't seem too bad, so we'll see how it goes. I'm feeling pretty good with them, but, yeah, like how you were talking about with the juggling catches and stuff, I thought it was really cool the first time we saw it with uh, 
think it was Thomas Rawls, like, dove and caught a ball that got bopped up in the air. He ended up landing out of bounds, but it was pretty cool to see. So, I like that, too. Yeah, I actually saw it also in my game against Rack. He uh, he's got bobbled, like, six times bobbled an interception in the end zone and ran it all the way back for another pick six. So, it was a sad game, but uh, I did wind up winning again. I'll clarify that, so. Uh, but Jimmy, who you mind telling us who's going to start running back for the uh, Seahawks coming into the year? I don't know, man. It's that's a battle. It's a training camp battle right now. We got Rawls, we got Lacey, we got Procise. I'm liking Procise. He's a little bit younger. Uh, he can catch the ball pretty well, so I'm leaning Procise. But you never know. Rawls might might make a push for it. Eddie Lacey's just kind of there, just to be a big guy, you know. We'll see. What about you? You we'll got see. Freeman. You got Freeman and Coleman. You sticking with Freeman or Coleman going to get oh, some a little two-headed, a little two-headed beast, a little two-headed mm-hmm. beast. We're going to we're going to use them both. Uh, you know, sixty forty. Use them a lot. Both both very very speedy, very scary weapons. Can't uh-huh. wait to get to use them. Yeah. Well, let's move on. You know, in the past, I've uh, been known to give prophecies. Uh, the biblical sort sometimes to the brother Malachi. And, uh, you know, we kind of want to do a little bit of that here, just in the, some bold prophecies for the season, you know, stuff that we see happening uh, over time, over the course of the long season. And this is stuff, you know, now you're going to hear it. It might seem a little uh, crazy to you, but uh, take back with us at the end of the season. Let's see how crazy these bold prophecies seem then. But I'll, I'll start it off. Mine is, before the rooster crows three times, okay, that means the end of the season. Three members will have left the league. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Now, I'm not saying who it's going to be. I don't think, uh, you know, I'm not making that kind of a specific of a prophecy here. But, again, I'll say it again. Before the rooster crows three times, Three members will have left the league, and again, the, the rooster crowing three times. This is the you know sim, symbolic uh, to the end of the season. But I like I to hear your your bold prophecy for the season. What, what is that? Yeah, my bold prophecy. I'm going. Bobby is going to wait until week six to trade his entire team away, rather than week two. He's starting to learn a little bit, starting to learn patience. But I think come week six, it's just going to all run out, and he's going to just fire sale real quick. But he's going to hold on. Yeah, he's going to hold on till week six. It'll be, it'll be quite the sight. That will be. That's a bold prophecy. Uh, My money's on like week week two. If he's learned a little patience, maybe week three. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, what, what, all right, let's move on real quick. What's an unbold prophecy for the season? Something that, you know, everybody probably could see coming, you know, not that big of a leap. What what, is, what do you got for that? Yeah, I got Day. I'm going – I think Day's going to end up probably quitting the league, and then he's going to come back to the league, and then he's going to find a way to get kicked from the league. That's what I'm going with. That's not something that, you know, I don't think that's a very big, bold prediction because – we're opening. We're bringing day back with open arms, but we we all know the past, and you know, history has a way of repeating itself. So 
we'll see what happens. I I feel pretty confident about that unbold prophecy there. All right, I like that one. Uh, mine is going to be that even though he supposedly quote hates Madden, Davy will still spend countless hours pouring time into mutt, uh, CFMs, and other forms of Madden activities. And I don't think that's that much of a leap. But don't forget, he hates Madden. Yeah, hates that, Madden. people forget that. People forget that uh, Davy hates Madden. But uh, yeah, I, I actually I got to stay clued on that. Uh, you know, Davy saying that he hates Madden and Brad claiming that he sucks at Madden and, you know, he lost, he got blown out against Davey when they were playing a head-to-head the other night, sandbagging like I predicted last week. Uh, but I think they're they're uh, overcompensating because they're, you know, just they're going to be spending like 90% of their time playing Madden, percent of their free time. And so they're just overcompensating, trying to claim that they hate Madden or that they suck at Madden just to, you know, kind of cover that up to make us not all judge them for playing too much. Wow. Definitely next level steak food there. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you got, and you got to watch out for that. You got to watch out for that because a lot of times when people will throw you for a loop with things like that and then, you know, you wouldn't even see it coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also have a stake clue of my own, and uh, it's, it's really that, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, and the bird's nest wasn't just built by birds. Mm-hmm. We had help getting this uh, podcast off the ground. We want to send a little special shout-out to uh, our producer and, uh, you know, also the artist of our uh, wonderfully constructed badass logo. And, of course, I'm talking about the one and only Kevio, Kevin. And uh, speaking of Kevin, coming right up. for the guest in the nest segment. Like I said, we got Kevin coming to us. And uh, Kevin's coming to us early in the morning. He's gotten up extra yep. early to uh, record this podcast. Welcome aboard. Welcome to the nest, Kevin. Glad to be here. You've got a nice nest going on up here. Very roomy. Very very cozy indeed. It's very nice. <laughs> I could I could it go back to sleep right nest. now. Spacious nest room room for uh you know you know all types of guests. Last week, you know, we didn't have a bird in the nest, but the guest did have a mascot that had wings, the Jets. Now you're the that, Steelers, that, that you don't necessarily have wings, but you're still welcome here. I'm I'm glad. Especially since, you know, you are our producer and uh the artist of the logo, which again, 
Yeah, thank, oh, I mean, thank you for enough. I think producers pushing it a little bit, but um, <laughs> you guys have seemed to have well, taken taken off quite nicely by yourselves. So. True, true. Well, thank you very so much. Take for off, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was a great pun. Snuck that one in there a little, a little early for me to be dishing out great puns like that, but I'm impressed. What can I, what can I say? The day the day is young. It is six fifty one in the morning, and I'm already on fire. Oh well, shit. I mean, remind me. I forgot to tell you. Top of the morning. Thank. Well, they don't really say that over here, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could say that um, right. a bit of a stereotype. Oh. Yep. Yep. Well, let's, that, that reminds me. Let's go ahead and get into <laughs> the uh, questions. I know you got a full day ahead of you. I don't want to have to keep you too long. We got a lot of stuff to discuss. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first off, we're going to ask you. What would you say are the both a the most true British stereotype and then b what is the least true British stereotype? Yeah, um, this was actually, this first one was actually quite easy. Um, I think the most true British British stereotype is definitely the fact that apparently we're all addicted to tea. Everyone over here really, really, really likes a cup of tea. I personally don't. I think it's quite overrated. But I will tie that in by saying another true British British stereotype is that we all also like to drink a lot of alcohol, and I can definitely vouch for that one. Indeed, <laughs> let's just say we we like to drink in general. We like to put fluids into our bodies. And what is your favorite alcoholic beverage to consume? I drink well. We it's cider over here. You guys specifically refer to it as hard cider. I, I drink a lot of cider, and if I were to have one alcoholic drink for the rest of my life, it would be that. Indeed. I do I I do like a bit of vodka here and there, but I am very much a cider drinker. Well I'm gonna I'm gonna have a cider with you one day. I'll promise you that. I'll give you We'll, that we'll make that happen. We'll make that happen. Well what would you say is the least true British stereotype? Yeah, this this is tricky. Um there's a few out there that I don't necessarily agree with, but I can understand why. But I've gone for this idea that our food is terrible. Apparently, there's this idea that English food is, isn't is very good. Um, but I say that I've eaten a lot of great food in my time. I have. I, I like to think of myself as a pretty half-decent cook. I can make my own good food. And obviously, we've got lots of like popular celebrity chefs and all that sort of thing. And yeah, I'd say that our cuisine is a lot more higher end than people may may or may not realize. I don't know yeah, if you well, have any thoughts on that. Time- Every time I've ever seen uh, any any pictures you sent of the meals you've been eating, I've always I've always thought it looked delectable. I know we've you discussed the uh, English breakfast before. Oh yeah, and, I, uh, I, t- I, t- I tend to jump on the old the food discussions, don't I? <laughs> True. I'll I'll defend my our British food until the end of time. I think. Well, I'm always up for trying new meals. I'm gonna have to get on the British food sometime. Shami, have you ever tried uh, any, any British food? Uh, I have not. There's a lot of it's a lot of crossover with lots of other cultures, but I mean, there's nothing really that special. There's things like fish and chips, and mm-hmm. you know, Drew mentioned the full English breakfast and that sort of thing. But there's nothing like you probably have had individual bits and pieces of English meals here and there but are you guys are you guys over there obsessed with like 
other cultures' foods like America's, like how yeah, we're I, I, I'd with say Chinese so. food. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Indian food is very, very popular over here, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I, I love a nice curry on a Friday night. Um, Chinese food, yeah. You mentioned takeout, that sort of thing. Yeah, that, that's all. That's all quite, quite popular, and it's it's easy to just walk down the road and go to any foreign food outlets. We've got plenty <laughs> of those as well. So, um, what about some chips and queso? <laughs> ah, see, now I used to work in a Mexican restaurant, so I know exactly what that is. Thanks, Billy. I don't. I think that's actually a callback to a previous discussion we've had. I can't. I can't remember, but yeah, um, that's fine by me. All right. Well, those, those are all good good options there. <clears throat> and uh, so this next question here, what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to let you give us your top five former league members. And you know, I, you know, I don't know how you're going to define the top five, how, you, how you're going to rank them here. But mm, yeah, I'll just yeah. let you run through. I'll let you run through them there and tell us about them, and then uh, we'll, we'll talk about it after you, you run through them. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, there's, there's probably one or two um, surprises in here, but we'll see how that pans out. So number, f- I'll go five to one. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. So I got at five is at five is actually two people. I've got Manchito and Manchito Bro. Mostly for the reason that they were pretty low-key members, nice enough guys, easy to get along. They were crap at scheduling their games, but one of their main reasons I've included those in this top five is that I always seem to beat both of them at Madden. And that's, <laughs> a, that's a good way to get into my top five. Um, I think one of them was in my division at one point, so I ended up playing both of them fairly regularly. So it was nice to have someone I knew I'd regularly be able to win against. Um, number four might be a bit of a surprise. He seems to have rubbed a few people up the wrong way since, well, in the time he was in the league. He tends to be a bit of a whiny bitch sometimes. But um, number, four, number, four, number four is Bats. Now, Bats, I always got along with really well. He was a really nice bloke. Um, but, yeah, I can understand why people, he, he, he seemed to fall out with a few guys um, in the league during his time here. And his, um, his stout defense of the Dolphins was always hilarious. So, yeah, he, he makes the top five quite easily, I think. Uh, three, three is real quick. Gone. Didn't him and uh, him and Manchito go to like a Bucks game like, together? Wait, wait, yeah, it was. I think it was, I think it might have even been a Bucks preseason game. I don't even think it was a pro- <laughs> proper Bucks game. But I know, um, yeah, that 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 definitely happened. I, I believe there's photo evidence of it anyway. Um, number three is one of what might refer to as the. Renegades crew, and that is a guy who, formerly known as Edgar, he's made my top five because he was also. I always found him like a, a good bloke. He was he was funny. He was a laugh, but he also left the league on a very nice note, sending out a lovely little message to all the admins saying, "I'm sorry, I can't be in the league anymore." So um, he makes my top five for that reason. Yeah, I think I think Edgar gets a bad rap, but yeah, retrospect, love that little he, snake. He was always getting into trouble, but yeah, he he was a. Uh, I he, heard he I was, say anything bad about him. I, I just messaged him today because I'm like, he was the one who found me someone to sell my mutt coins to last year. Oh, so. that's that's always important, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, number two. After this guy left, he created a whole wave of LOA memes and just things to laugh at in general. So number two is Trevor. Everyone loved Trevor. Everyone got along with him so well. <laughs> and after he left, he just provided us with loads of material to rip the shit out of him. And that's always a good thing. That's always something that provides a bit of comedy value to the league. So number two is Trevor. Um, I think he was actually before he was before your time, Brian, wasn't he? 
Yeah, he I was. Know, I don't know about Drew. Well, it was. But, he uh, was. But don't forget that, that Shamey came in to replace uh, Trevor's friend, who was, was deemed a racist. That time, wasn't it? Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's the, that's the truck simulator guy. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that is the same guy. He'd much rather been playing truck simulator than scheduling a match. And I think games. I could be wrong, but I think he had already moved them to the Shamrocks. And so basically, he's the one who gave you the Shamrocks. He gave us Sammy. And yeah, that was that was yeah, a debacle. That too, guy, he would be the Henry. team was garbage, and like the the finances of them, like he built the biggest stadium and like the smallest. Uh, like city Market, you could relocate yeah, yeah. in. So even when I won the Super Bowl that final year, I was still losing money every week. It was absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> it was a shit show. Well, well, you know, well, he doesn't run stadium simulator. He runs truck simulator. <laughs> so give him a break. All right. I had an idea for a game there, I think. <laughs> I'll get him to run my finances. Um <laughs> Number one is someone we we all love to have a, a dig at this guy. Um, he was always a bit of a sensitive fella as well. And um, oh, I'll go straight to it. Number one is a guy called Johnny. Everyone loves Johnny. Like I said, these are guys that are just p- people are always happy to have a laugh at and still talk about to this day, even though they're no longer in the league. Um, Johnny always found himself to be somehow, I say, almost the centre of attention at times. He was always one that was able to drum up a bit of drama and have the piss taken out of him as well. So he was always one that we, I think we admired for how much comedy value he provides to the league as well. So number one is Johnny. Wow. And I was, also, yeah, I was running a, out, of, I was running out of names as well. By that point. <laughs> well, that was a great, that was a great top five. Definitely one or two um, omissions from the list, but there's, there's reasons for that. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some some names you left off that I was thinking might make the cut that I, I'm interested in not seeing on there, but you know, maybe but, we'll uh, yeah, you know, take that for the next podcast. <laughs> I, I really, yeah, I can I can agree with everybody on your list though. The Manchito, Manchito, Bro Combo, yeah, they were both good guys. Right, I think. Yeah, yeah, both good guys. Sad to have seen them go. Uh, you know, I wouldn't have thought to put them on there, but that's a great pick. Bats, same for him. You know, who, who can't say they miss a little a little bat bat rant, a little bat tower? <laughs> and then when you start talking about Edgar, I mean, he he brought a lot of joy to the league. I, I would love to. Well, that's see it. Him I think I think the running day. theme the running theme is they they gave me joy. All the top five gave me some degree of joy, whether it, whether it was beating them at man yeah. or laughing. Yeah, I like that. They brought you joy. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, moving on to question number three. Uh, You've been known, as long as I've known you in the league, for about over two years now. Mm-hmm. You've uh, you've been known to be great at intelligence gathering. What yeah. I mean by that is you you you've uh, you've been able to find out people's last names, <clears throat> where they live. I mean, I don't mean to make this sound creepy, but you know, you're a master intelligence. Well, guy. I think it's quite hard to not make the entire idea of that sound creepy, but you're doing quite well. So. <laughs> well, well, tell us a little bit about your background. Do you have some sort of like, uh, you know, an, an intelligence uh, well, background that we don't know about? I am actually James Bond. No, um, my in terms of how I do it, a lot of it just comes down to I did I did computer science at university, so I did a lot, I know a lot of the how the network side of things works, but a lot of it is down to the fact that 
not everyone i would but i would say maybe 90 percent of us are quite happy to put our information out there whether mm. that's in terms of using social media or just talking about it in the chat some a lot of people make it quite easy to chat them down and i just i just do it you know it creeps them out a little bit but it's also funny i find it funny people are like oh wow kevin how do you find that out and it's like it's, it's not hard you well, know well, kevin, uh, so that answers a little bit of, of how you do what you do. Yeah, but, that's uh, not the, that's not the main you... how. The main how is that everyone decides to put their email on Daddy Leagues, and Daddy Leagues also tracks IP addresses. Oh. Which, which <laughs> show, yeah, so that basically shows, that narrows down your location to a pretty small radius, and then from there on it's just, I guess, work. Common well, sense. Who, uh, who's what your, you... Uh, you got it? Or you want me no, to no, no, go, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. I was gonna say, who's your, uh, who is your toughest, toughest egg to crack? Like the hardest I, person I, to find. I ha- I'll start by commending you, Brian, because oh, you you always did a good job of. You've always tried to hide yourself. You you've, your surname isn't out there. You know, you, your email. <laughs> or you, you have your PSN ID, but that and that's your same ID across a lot of things. So mm-hmm. that was that made it quite easy. But you always did a good job of um, hiding yourself. But my white whale. The one man I, I can't find much about at all is young Danny. Now, Danny Ooh. has always done a very good job at hiding his information, his email. His, I don't even know his surname. He, uh, the only thing I know about Danny is that he's somewhere in Texas, Texas and he might be Hispanic. But other than that, I don't know very much about Danny at all. He's the white whale. Yeah, well, that's, that's what makes it even harder is... He's Hispanic, so his last name's <laughs> probably Lopez or Rodriguez or something. So it's well, so common that now, if you just search now. like Daniel Rodriguez, you're gonna find about 500 million in the world. That's and, very and possible. It's very 200 million of those in Texas. So. <laughs> so, so let me ask you this, Kevin. I think we, you know, we've been doing that. We we started the LOA Member of the Week segment last week. Yeah, and then uh, you know we're bringing it back again this week. But you know, found even this first two times that there's a lot of stuff we don't know. We may need to start bringing you in on that sometimes for a little yeah. you know, background consultation beforehand to get us a little info. Delve into their history a little bit, and yeah, yeah. I, th- I think one of the original ideas of that segment was um, something we might not know about that person. And yeah, we got we got some. Well, you got something with Dylan last week, but. Yeah, if you ever need anything, just let me know. I'm sure I can find something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, well, we're moving on through. We're moving on through here pretty quick. Uh, mm-hmm. Real quick, I want you to give me three things that are better in the United States than in Britain. Real quick, yeah. three things. Okay, right. So the first one is something I'm a big fan of. That's animated comedy, and that's things like you've got Oucha. You've got Archer, you've got South Park, you've got Family Guy, you've got Rick and Morty. We've got all, you've got all these great animated, what you might call adult animated comedies. There is a single one of those over here in England that I can think of that I know of exists. I don't think there's anything that we've made it in that sort of vein at all. And they're, they're, that's probably one of my favourite genres of television. So you, America have always done that really, really well. Second one I've categorised as food that is bad for me. And that includes things like your fast food restaurants, uh, comfort food, all that sort of thing that, you, you know, you see things like man versus food on the television, all that sort of food. Make, oh, it just makes me want to fly to America and just eat all the crap you've got over there. And the third one I've got is quite a wide, a wide ranging one, but I've called it hospitality slash friendliness. And that's in terms of it can be everything from your customer service, which 
you know, you get your over-the-top friendly American customer service workers, you get the, the hospitality of all that, you've got people inviting you over for drinks or whatever like that, and just the general friendliness, which you don't necessarily get over here. The UK people are known to be quite reserved, especially out in public, whereas in America, you just walk down the street saying hello to people, and it's 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 quite nice, you know, we don't really have that over here. So, yeah, that's my top three. I, was, that, was that quick enough? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like what you're talking about is southern hospitality to me. Yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely, definitely a regional thing. I, I imagine so. I, I can imagine that in the cities, it's not necessarily the same, the same sort of thing. And I mean, well, you got bullies. Of... You got bullies in the big cities. You got a lot of bullies. I mean, you go up to New York City, you got bullies like Davey around every corner. Nah, you know, you I'm can't sure, go anywhere sure. without bullies. <laughs> nah, and yeah, I mean that, that. A lot of that obviously comes from my my. My exposure to America is not obviously not as intricate as people who actually live there. So a lot of that is down to what I, I garner from, you know, just re- spending time online, you know, watching television, that sort of thing. So. No, no, no. I think you're probably right. I, I was just, just poking a little jab at Davey there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think those are three, three good things, uh, three really good things to, to think of. Uh, I, I wouldn't, have, wouldn't have come up with there. But moving on here, one of the last things here, last thing I got for you is uh, leaking DMs. Hoping yeah. you brought okay. some on here. And you know how it you. works. Uh, you, you'll read the DMs. You're not going to tell us who said it. Me and Shami will have a go trying to kind of figure out who it is, but don't confirm or deny. We'll just guess. Nope. Yeah, all right, okay. Um, one or two of these are actually quite intense, but I'll, I'll start it off um, quite lightly, I think. So the first one goes, quote, LMAO, did I get kicked from chat? And I'm saying, yeah, I, th- I think so. And he goes, oh, must have been Bry. Look, I'll be around if you need me to. I refuse to talk in the in the chat anymore to these arrogant bitches. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> no idea who that was from. If you want to have a have a guess, I mean. <laughs> uh, I mean, I can't imagine who you think it was. Jamie. Can you say? Can you say the last part one more time? Um. I'll be around the chat if you need me. If you need me to, I refuse to talk it anymore to avoid these arrogant bitches. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know who could that be. I have no idea. No, it's it's a strange one, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. That's a good one. That's a great. That's actually a great one. What do you, what do you got next? <laughs> Is it uh, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know, a... Like, did I peek too soon on the little on the LinkedIn DMs? Uh, uh, right, okay. Um, I didn't want to say this officially, but these guys are doing right now. What what led? Do you want me to start again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Right. Do, do you need Do you need a minute? Yeah, you're good. Um, all right. I didn't want to say this officially, but these guys are doing right now what led to the shenanigans a few days ago. It's different if someone claps back at them and everything is back and forth. But Dylan has made it quite clear he is not enjoying this conversation, homie. It gets really, really out of control sometimes. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, was there a homie in there? There was indeed a homie in there. Oh. A little, little shot at Dylan, too. It was, I was, I think I was, I was a good of a guess on that one. Dylan. It, it sounds like he was defending him. Oh, I was defending him. Can you just read it again one time, Kelly? I'm sorry. Yeah, sure. That's fine. I'm, all right. 
I didn't want to say anything officially, but those guys are doing right now what led to the shenanigans a few days ago. It's different if someone claps back at them and everything is back and forth, but Dylan has made it quite clear he is not enjoying this conversation, homie. It just gets really, really out of control sometimes. Ah. Now the situation becomes a little more clear to me. (laughs) I want to guess that that is... uh... Hughes. Okay. Uh, I'm guessing Dalton. I don't think Hughes would say homie, but maybe I'm wrong. And I don't think Hughes normally didn't give a shit whenever someone was <laughs> getting shit in chat. So I'm saying Dalton probably went out there and tried to white knight Dalton for Dalton for whatever reason. Say homie. Yeah. Dalton does seem more likely to say homie, but I, obviously the first one was Johnny. So I didn't think he would go Johnny Dahl Whoa, back to back. But that could be wrong. Was one? it? Wow. wow. Okay. Uh, huh. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. All right. What's what do you got? One? One? <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll, this one's a bit more, uh, a bit more lighter, I think. So, um, keep your eyes on Drew the Snake, specifically his trade where he gets three good charges and two first-round picks for Todd Gurley. That is the craziest shit I've ever heard. I cannot allow that to happen. Drew is so mad I told you about the trade, LOL. But don't care, it's funny. He's bragging to me about trade raping poor Edgar. He should know better than to confide in me. <laughs> Keep your eyes on Drew the Snake. Wow. Whoa. It's gotta be it's gotta be bolts. It could be. It's gotta be bolts. <laughs> yeah. For them to admit you, he should know better than to confide in me. That I feel like that has to be bolts. <laughs> like he should know yeah. better than to trust me. I think because I remember, I remember that's when he was trying to sabotage the deal. Like, so. <laughs> that's yeah. cool. clearly bolts. He's a sick of psychopath. Not that funny <laughs> anymore. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Poor Edgar. Right. Um, okay. No, I'm not going to stop being rude because he instigates shit. I'll be saying something and he'll be like, hush, hush, hush. Like, he needs to shut the fuck up. There were no problems until he said something to me and kicked me from the chat. I don't even like him, so I'm not even going to say anything to him. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> so you got a guess there, Drew? <laughs> yeah, I'll let you go first. <laughs> I think that's day. I think it could be. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely is. Yep. That was my fault too. <laughs> that was my fault too. <laughs> All right. Maybe you got you got one more I don't, for I don't think this one actually well, assuming it was day, I don't think this one actually was about you, Drew. This was around the time where well, no, actually, oh, that's giving away who it is, so I'm not, I'm not going to... I'll stop there. Right, last one. I'll go off on a nice little heartwarming note here. This should be quite nice. You're too hard on yourself, bud. Nobody thinks about the mistakes you've made. Seriously, you've done an A-plus job. We have a very unique group. Would I vote five or six people off the island if I could? Maybe, but at the end of the day, the worst people in the league are still better than some of the shit I've seen in other leagues. We're like a fucked-up 32-man family. Whoa. <laughs> That's a nice word, surely. <laughs> I, I could have blown my own trumpet a little bit more there, but I, I decided not to. 
Who do you, you think it is, bro? Uh, I'm going to say that kind of feels like a Drew comment to me. It sounds You're like right. a drunk me comment. That was yeah. my thought, too. It sounds like a drunk me. <laughs> Especially yeah. because I'm very known to, to I don't I, any other league I've been in, I really, you know, have, haven't had a good experience except for one one or two times when I've had a, a little prank or two. But other than that, not any, any good experiences <laughs> long term. Shutting down entire leagues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Well, I think that's pretty much all the questions I have for you, Joe. Yeah. All right. Um, anything? Anything else? Okay. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on. First that's off, okay. Yeah. Thanks for, you know, giving us I'm your like, time early in the morning. Yeah, um, I might get but, back to bed for an hour. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got no. a real quick I got a quick trivia question for you All right. Okay, go on then I like a bit of trivia yeah. go for Are it. You ready? Yep Alright, the trivia question is Who lost the first Super Bowl? Are you Googling mm. that? <laughs> Just give us a guess I think it was Huss Oh no! I meant the actual NFL. Oh, the real life. Oh God, that was yeah. who was that? Was that the Chiefs and the Packers? Maybe, maybe not. I think it was the Chiefs and the Packers. So I'm going to say the Chiefs. I think. Oh, uh, that was a. And it was, was a, like something ridiculous, like a really low scoring scoreline or something. I think. Yeah. Well, good guess, but uh, it's actually wrong. Okay, fair uh, enough. <laughs> The first loser of the Super Bowl was actually the British when they lost to the U.S. of A. in the American Revolution. Okay, cool. I didn't realize that counted as a... <laughs> yep, Can I um, say one thing? It actually was the Chiefs and the Packers. Sorry. Right, um, I'll, see you, I'll see you guys soon. Have a good show, and thanks for having me on. Yes, yes. Thanks, thanks for coming, and I uh, hope you can get back to bed even with the eagle screech. I'll try. I'll try. I'll try. I'll try. Take care, guys. All right, Kev.
what a great guest in that segment that was. Uh, thanks, Kevio, again for coming on early in the morning, right before you get your day started. Uh, we got to hurry through the rest of the show here. We got some great content. Don't want to skip any of it for you, but at the same time, we're coming up on uh, about 45 minutes in, so we want to go ahead and breeze through this stuff. But we got some good stuff coming up right here. First off, Jamie, let's get it going with the smart Nate, dumb Nate. First thing I wanted to say is I did have somebody point out from last week, a uh, loyal listener, that maybe the guy in the bear costume just loves salmon and thought this would be an effective way to get salmon. Um, why is that any more effective than a fishing pole, a net? I mean, there's any number of things you could use besides getting a bear costume. I don't think that makes any sense. But uh, on to this week's uh, Smart Nate, Dumb Nate. Uh, in March 2008, 18-year-old Ruben Zarate attempted to rob a Chicago muffler shop. He entered mufflers for less around 8 a.m., disguised in a mask and armed with a weapon. When he demanded money, however, one of the store's mechanics told him that all the money was locked in a safe that only the manager could open. So, Zarate did what any hardened criminal would do. He left two phone numbers for them to call and then asked them to call him back when the owner returned. And, of course, they did call him back. Police got there. And they had his phone number, and they knew who he was. And then they arrested him. So, uh, Jamie, what do you think here? Smart Nate, Dumb Nate, what do you got? Uh, I think I think I got to go with a Dumb Nate. Uh, I don't get – number one, do mufflers – do mufflers stores, especially one called mufflers for less, really have that much money in them? Why, why are you robbing that place? And then number two, you're going to sit there and be like, okay, I'll come. Not only was he like, I'll come back when the manager comes back, but he left his number with them. Two phone numbers. Like what? Did he give him his burner phone number too? It just doesn't make any <laughs> sense. That's a dumb date through and through. No doubt about it. That is that is interesting. I, I honestly didn't really think too much about the two phone numbers. Uh, <laughs> but that could play into this is that I honestly think it's a smart name because to me, it's like what kind of a fool would sit around there and wait? Obviously, the owner is the only guy who can get into the safe. He's waiting, wasting his time if he's going to wait on him to get back. He should just leave, go do something else. He's multitasking. He's doing other shit. Maybe he's working on another robbery, get something else set up for that. Maybe he's going to give somebody else another phone number across town, you know, waiting on somebody else to call him back. I mean, you know, he's got a lot of a uh, lot of different stuff going on at the same time. He's smart. He's multitasking. He's a smart name. There's all there is to it. Uh, dumb execution. He should have given him, like, six phone numbers. That's what he should have done. <laughs> Giving him six you phone think, numbers. I think the problem think, is he only gave him two. You think that maybe – he left his phone numbers there because he had some other places to rob, and he's just been robbing all the muffler stores around, just leaving his phone numbers for him. And uh, this just happened to be the one. Every other one was nice and courteous, and he called him when the manager got there so he could come back and rob him. But these guys had decided to be dicks and call the cops instead. Could be. It could be that he, he just found <laughs> like this is just the ultimate little little scheme that always worked until he ran into mufflers to less. I do think you're right, though. He kind of is a dumb name for not going to, like, mufflers for more, or at least, like, just mufflers. <laughs> mufflers for less is pretty much yeah. like you're saying. There ain't going to be much cash in the in the coin drawer. Yeah. 
our mufflers so, uh, for our usual right. price. I think that's a pretty good one though. I like I like the, the twist there. I think you're right in a way. I like I like my side too. See both sides of the story. Mm-hmm. But uh anyway, moving on to Davy's decadence, everybody's favorite segment. You know, last week's jack off debacle. We we really want to come out of that, redeem ourselves with Davy. You know, I don't think he's gonna be buying that little robot anytime soon. So we figure we might he might just be a little scared of some of the more high tech products. I know mm-hmm. he loves video games, but let's be honest here, that ain't a jack off bot. So uh, this week's product comes to us from uh, Fab, Bob Defense, FAB Defense, and it's called the Gotcha Hat or the Gotcha Self Defense Hat. It's basically just a regular baseball cap, but it has a metal blade hidden underneath the brim so the wearer can defend his or herself. And I'm thinking with Davey living in the Big Apple and being a big bully, you never know when he might pick on the wrong guy and need to defend his ass from someone. Davey, this is a perfect buy for you. Unfortunately, the link to, to the buy is very long, and I'm really not going to read it, but if you search FAB Defense Gotcha Hat, you'll find it. Trust me, it's sweet. And it's only forty two ninety three. Well worth the price of saving your life, bully boy. <laughs> I, uh, I agree. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think uh, that's perfect for Davey. You know, it's not it's not gonna bring the fake break the bank, but you know, it it's still a little up there. Like, who's gonna pay forty two ninety three a, a big baller? But I know Davey might need something a little on the cheaper side because I don't think he's had a parlay hit in a while. But I think it's perfect for him. You know, when you're that big of a bully, you got to be able to defend yourself when someone finally gets sick of it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you picked on the wrong guy. You know, you're going to be running away, and at least he'll have that hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, speeding on through the topics here, we got the LOA member of the week. And uh, this guy, it's really just one word, like Prince, Madonna, Hitler. It's Jeff. Uh, tell us a little bit about what what you know about Jeff, Jamie. <laughs> what I know about Jeff, uh, yeah, he – Lives somewhere up in the north, I think. Uh, works in the IT in- industry, as far as I know. Does something, some nerd shit with some computers. And uh, he loves dairy products, particularly cheese. Those are all facts that, to my knowledge, are true. Uh, I want to say he lives in Massachusetts. We'd have to confirm with Kevio on that. Unfortunately, he's already gone to work, I believe, or back to bed. <laughs> um, moving on to kind of just like Madden skills, the projection for the season for Jeff, you know, he's perhaps the most famous cheesy player of all. And, I mean, some people would say that his reputation is undeserved, but the other 31 league members would definitely disagree. <laughs> uh, he's known to create speed above everything else. Personally, this year, I see him getting a wild card and possibly a suspension. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think uh, he'll sneak into a wild card spot. Suspension, definitely, definitely likely. Uh, and, you know, it's pretty probable, too, that we're going to have to create another rule, uh, specifically because Jeff was cheesing something too much. So look out for that one, too. Nice. Well, let's move on to DMs from Jeff or to Jeff. 
Uh, I can kick it off, Shamir. Do you want to kick it off? You want me to kick it off? You kick it off. All right. Well, this is this is a little conversation I had back and forth with Jeff, kind of teach you a little bit about how shrewd of a, of a bargainer he is when it comes to trades. Uh, a little context, I was trying to get a guy who I liked as a uh, young safety. He was a 59 overall, so not a good player, not going to do anything for me. I just He went to Ole Miss. I wanted to get him on my team, whatever. I said, he said he wouldn't give him 50. So I said, wait, Elson is a 59 overall. You're going to start him? He said, dude, have you seen my team? I said, yeah, I'm looking at him now. He said, if you look up trash cans in the dictionary, there's a picture of my Madden team. <laughs> I said, you're never going to get better players if you're scared to trade guys under 60 overall. And Jeff's response said, he's 63 overall in daddy leagues. <laughs> so I said, what's the difference? But that just kind of teaches you a little bit about Jeff. He, he is as a, as a bargainer. As a businessman, he's a shrewd negotiator. He isn't going to give up anything, even a 59 or well, 63, if you, you want to be generous there, overall mm-hmm. player. So, yeah, that's, that's what I got on the DM front. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, when I was looking through my DMs with Jeff, unfortunately I think I cleared our chat history because I've done that with a couple, like, just randomly I'll clear them. Um I did that a while back, so basically everything of our DMs was us like trade negotiation and trying to set up a time to to uh, play each other. And I, I definitely agree. So I don't I don't have a particular one, but I definitely had the same type of interaction where it was like neither of us wanted to say what we wanted for whatever we were negotiating for. I don't even remember. And so it was so obvious that like nothing was going to happen because Jeff doesn't want to lowball himself and I don't want to lowball myself. And it was just like a stalemate of just like 20 messages for no reason, just going back and forth. Like it was clear nothing was going to happen. It's probably the same type of situation as yours where we're talking about trading crap players, but Jeff, Jeff's got to win every trade or else, uh, you know, buy a, buy a landslide or else it's not worth it for us. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that is a good, good, true statement. All right, well, here's the last part of, about the LOA member of the week. What's something that nobody knows about Jeff that we think is true? I'll go first. I believe that Jeff doesn't actually own a PS4. He plays Madden on his friend's console. He actually is an Xbox guy. I play the Xbox at his house. If you see Jeff online, PS4, playing another game, it's just his buddy playing as Jeff's login. Because really, Jeff doesn't play PS4 except for Madden. Interesting. So, so Jeff's buddy is actually XX Warrior XX S two five four twenty. No, no, no. I think the deal was the guy. He 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 doesn't like to set up. Jeff's buddy doesn't like to set up accounts and shit like that. He likes to leave that stuff up to somebody who knows where on computer a little more. He said, "Look, I'll buy the PS4. You just set all the shit up in your name. I'll use it. You can use it for Madden. Deal." Huh. Interesting. I, I could see that. Uh, mine's uh, actually, we were talking about Jeff. We're pretty sure he's from the north somewhere. So my something nobody knows about Jeff that we think is probably true. I think Jeff is actually Canadian, but he's sh- too ashamed. So he hides it because he doesn't want someone like Davey to start bowling him out of the league because he finds out <laughs> that he's a Canadian. 
So well, I think I think that's probably true. If that's true, he's a coward. You got to be ashamed of where you're from, Jeff. Don't say you're from the north. Tell us how far north you're from. Just a disclaimer. <laughs> I'm sure he has. I know he has told me that before. I couldn't find it in the DMs, Jeff. I'm sorry. I, I thought you said Massachusetts. We're going with the north. Shammy saying Canada. Maybe you can help settle it in the chat. <laughs> so that's the LOA member of the week segment. And that is, uh, that's it for that part. We're moving on pretty quick. I got one more segment before we come up to what's probably my favorite segment of the night is the top five segment to close things out. But the second to last segment is a new one coming up called the uh, History Lesson. And we're going to get it right to you coming up right here. If I could save time in a bottle The first thing that I'd like to do Is to save every day Till eternity passes away Just to spend them with you If I could make days last forever If words could make wishes come true I'd save every day like a treasure And then again I would spend them with you Great intro there to the history lesson Uh, You know, if you could put time in a bottle That would be just a really special thing And and I want to go back in time here with you Give you a little history lesson Jamie and I are going to walk you through a moment in the league history you may not know about. It's not going to be a weekly thing. We'll do it every once in a while. You know, education is power. History repeats itself, so on and so forth. There's a lot of power in this kind of segment. So I'm going to tell a little story about uh, it's actually a time where it involves a side league, a little little sideshow league that somehow spun off of uh, LOA. I know Jeff was in it and some other guys. But when I joined into it, uh, I basically just had the idea that I was going to prank everybody in the league by only communicating in the chat by sending stuff that I was text messages. So, like, I would basically send something that would seem to be a text message to somebody, but it would go into into group me. And so that everybody in the chat, I wouldn't respond back to DMs. I wouldn't respond to people tagging me. I would just text like I was texting somebody in my phone book or something. So I'll read some of these excerpts and you can kind of get an idea of what happened. But it was really pretty funny because some of the, a lot of these people were concerned and thought that I was like, I didn't realize it was happening. Like, I'll, I'll just give you an example. So first start off, I said, thanks, Dave. I'll send the email first thing in the a.m. Taking the kids to piano practice now, then probably a job. Tell Melissa I said, huh? <laughs> How about this one? Nope, shouldn't be an issue. I told Steve and Tony both to look for a new job before I left. Makes me sick. What does that mean? There's no context to it. The the, the response back to it from the guy right underneath it says, just, you okay, LOL? How about this one? Jake, call me when you get off work, please. Looks like someone may have broken into the shed behind your house. Just got home and noticed it. Want me to call police? 
another one of my favorites from this. Try Applewood 17 if that doesn't work. Should be the same password for everything. <laughs> <laughs> what is Applewood 17? This is the guy's password. I mean, I was just, I was just, just making up a password. How about this one? <laughs> Didn't see you at church this morning. What the fuck? <laughs> wow, that's a bad The response to this was, that was another thing. Some people were getting upset about it too. This guy underneath the first thing back says, "Not this again." <laughs> <laughs> Last one, last one. Think about it like this. If she says no, you'll probably never see her again. How many times are you going to be in El Paso in the next few years? Ha. <laughs> ha, was that to Johnny? Stole, stole a page. No, I stole a page out of a, a playbook of a great one there. I stole that one. But, yeah, I think this, this really was a great prank. And I give permission to anybody listening to use it whenever they'd like if you want to try it in another league. It's really great. You can come up with some funny stuff, and people will genuinely freak out and think that you have no idea what's going on. You're just you're so out of touch with technology, you can't even operate a phone <laughs> text message. <laughs> All right, so we're wrapping up here. We got to the last segment. The top five, and this top five is really special. It's the top five worst Eric sticks of all time. And everybody knows, you know, I may be big boy right now. I've got a lot of sticks myself, but Eric is the king of sticks. No one will dispute that. As much as he wants to be the king of uh, gifs, really, uh, you know, that still goes to uh, Danny. So king of sticks. Is here. I'm going to start things off with number five. That's got to be Jet Boy slash Bulls Boy stick. And the only reason it's really, it almost didn't make the list because the Jet Boy is the greatest gift of all time. So, you know, Jet Boy, Absolutely. Bulls Boy, very obnoxious, very obnoxious, like all great worst Eric sticks. But. <laughs> A great, a great thing came from it. Uh, you know, best gift of all time, possibly. That's a that's a pretty bold statement there to call it the the best gift of all time. I mean, it, it was a pretty good gift, but I I feel like you're putting too much on Eric's shoulders there. Not not putting too much on his shoulders, but you're pumping him up too much. He's gonna he's gonna be uh, posting all sorts of content gifts. After he hears You're right. It. You're right. He will. I, I don't need to feed the animal anymore. Don't feed the animals. <laughs> yeah, All right. What's number four? Yeah, number four I got, and uh, I got any drunk Eric stick. And we all know, like, basically every one of his sticks come out when he's drunk. But there were some in particular that seemed like only came out when he was blackout on a Friday night or Thursday night because – his work started giving them free alcohol because they don't want them all to know that they're miserable working for the man. That's why I don't work for the man. But uh, <laughs> I'm talking like the, the star boy when he kept calling himself star boy. I don't even know what that was about. His, his 21, 21, 21. That's, I don't know what that's about either. It has something to do with the rapper, I guess. I don't, I don't have a clue, honestly. I don't know. And then uh, he always liked taking pictures in front of Trump Tower too. 
when they got drunk, and I guess he'd be in front of Trump Tower or some shit and snap a photo of it well, and post it in chat. My, so. my, my stay clued on that. My stay clued on that is that when you get drunk, your true feelings, your true emotions come out. He was just going trying to get closer to uh, his his idol. He's a, a, at heart, he is a Trump fan. He is a pretty hard right wing conservative, that's why, as we all that's know. That's why I picked the R words. Moving on, number three, I've got one that everybody knows. That's Gizmo, right? All right, don't forget when he stole Huss's brother's name. That's right. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know, you got Huss, perfectly normal name, and then his brother, same parents, named the kid Gizmo. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't really think that's his name. I think that's just kind of what it likes to call himself. I presume after after Gizmo, the little gremlin from the movie Gremlins. That's the only Gizmo I know. But, uh, yeah, Eric kind of took the Gizmo bit a little too far, like all Eric sticks, and uh, kind of beat it into the ground, calling himself Gizmo. Uh, anytime someone mentioned Gizmo, he would think they were act like they were referring to him. Just, just totally overboard. That's why it's number three on my list. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't done that one in a long time. Like, these other ones on the list here, he at least references every once in a while, I think. But he hasn't done that one <laughs> in so long that he's definitely going to drive it into the ground again now that we mentioned it. So, uh, welcome back, Gizmo, everybody. Uh, <laughs> number two, I'm going with I'm going with uh, Colorado Mesa University. He uh, – Always likes to talk about the CMU fighting bullfrogs, so <laughs> I don't know if that's the mascot that's made that up, but he's he's all about CMU, and uh, I think he told Dylan to go to CMU. I think he told me to go to CMU, even though I've already gone to college, but I guess I need to go to CMU too, uh, so he's just all about it. Um, yeah, that one was, was pretty, pretty obnoxious. It's, uh, yeah, that's one of the worst, and and honestly, it could have easily been number one. Probably should be one A, one B, you know, with mm-hmm. what we got here. But see, you know, the ironic thing about that one is the old city slicker Eric. He ain't never been out of the Big Apple up there with Big Bully Davy. At least Big Bully Davy gets out, travels around, goes down to Florida sometimes. They say they say Eric's never been out of the Big Apple. Fun fact. <laughs> I don't know how true that is, but that's what I heard. The uh, number one worst air stick of all time, I think everybody saw it coming, is the uh, drink more water stick, which uh, at one point was literally uh, the only only thing he would say. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And he still does it sometimes. It scares me a little bit when he does. It's kind of a part of his plan is to scare you into thinking he's about to bring one of these sticks back. <laughs> and then he decides not to or, or just kind of pranks you there. And if so, mm-hmm. hats off to him. It works. It's a good plan. Yeah. I I think uh, these are definitely the worst sticks. But at the same time, as far as sticks go, they're, they were pretty effective in the fact, like you just said, is anytime it gets brought up, you're like, not this fucking shit again. So worst <laughs> sticks, but he's he's one of the stick masters. He might be a, a number two. <laughs> Two to 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 old Drew, but obviously a two though a a far distant two, but you think he's a two to who? To to you. Oh, you think I'm the stick master? Yeah. (laughs) We literally just had a segment about you reading reading fake text (laughs) in a different league. (laughs) 
you're obviously the stick master. Well, I appreciate that. Those are kind words. Uh, I, I personally, you know, I can't say that I am the stick master. I, I do think Eric is, but uh, I appreciate the high praise and, and you know, we'll keep up the, the, the good work. But that pretty much wraps things up on the segments for us. Uh, pretty good show, pretty long show. You know, guessing the last segment was uh, was awesome. Having having Kevin get up early and come on, uh, you know, I think it was totally uh, worth it for us to do the late night show here, which uh, mm-hmm. it's almost two two a.m. here, and uh, him getting up early. So thanks thanks to him for doing that. We already got another good show planned next week. Working out the details, scheduling the guests. Uh, we're looking forward to the first few weeks of uh, the season between now and next week's show. You know, hopefully, I imagine we'll probably get some uh, fast advances. You know, maybe some twenty-four hour hype advances. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, hopefully, we'll both have good records at that point. Uh, won't have any blemishes. And then we can kind of talk talk about uh, you know some of the early pros and the early Joes of the LOS. Absolutely, that sounds sounds like a plan. I can't wait for the next episode. Had a great time with old Kevy. Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, you guys had to suffer that first loss in the Super Bowl, but you know, much love to you, man. No hard feelings. No hard feelings at all. We we do hope to get a cider and a, and a proper. Uh, British breakfast uh, someday. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's been a great show. I think uh, we, we need to wrap this on up pretty quick because, you know, you got people listening to it on uh, 10 times speed and stuff like that. And we just, we really, as we said, we don't stand for that. So, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, stay tuned next week. We've got another great one planned and uh, we're going to be coming to you live with a whoa. We better get out of here. try to turn up the volume a little bit on the eagle screech and uh, turn it into like a robot eagle, so i try to turn it down a bit next time, but yeah, that's the cue for the end of the show, so we're going to lead out with a little freaking wood here, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Commercial science, robot. Please report to the balance floor.